Hello and welcome to Uvo Geen Hunting, mm-hmm. a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast where we talk about our favorite main character, Uvo Geen. And only Uvo Geen. Yes, the protagonist of the series, yes, Uvo Geen. The only protagonist of the series, Uvo Geen. <laughs> um, yeah. I am one of your hosts, Devin Wren. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, I'm Sky, another host. My pronouns are they, them. I'm Keith McLean. My pronouns are also they, them. Sick. So, how'd you guys enjoy these episodes? Hmm. Uvo Gein. <laughs> I feel like the auction content was uh, cut off, cut off pretty quickly uh, uh-huh. for unseen circumstances. But um, we got a canon bisexual phantom troop member. Yeah, because he has finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my um, god, these. Yeah, it's it. You know, kind of, you know, interesting that we're sort of changing it up this week and watching a different anime than the one that we usually watch because this is a very different show with different prote- with with different main characters now. We do not yeah. see hide nor hair of the green boy gone. So, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess Uvogin really is just the protagonist now. I guess yeah, can't wait for the rest of can't wait for the rest of this series to play out with with Uvogin as as our new lead. I kind of liked yeah. him in these episodes. He was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I'm excited is... to see where his art goes, yeah. like the growth that he exhibits like through through the, you know, through the rest of the arc. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Shippuden. Yeah, Uvogin's <laughs> not going to go find his dad. Yeah. Mm. I would watch that show. <laughs> Uvo Gein's gonna go find his dad and kill him instantly. Yeah. Fucking obliterate him with one punch. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to see it. Okay, so jumping into these episodes, because they're very good, and I yeah, will be we, talking about Yeah, we have to them. get set up to Uvo yeah, Gein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we basically jump back in with where we kind of left off. Um, uh, Dotsone. Mm-hmm. is telling the group of bodyguards like okay um uh base tostino and fun some russian dude you guys will be attending the auction bidding for the mummy that we want um Kropika and melody you will be on your lesbian date overlooking the city um Basho and Linsen? Yeah, Linsen. Yeah, Linsen, that guy. Um, you guys will be completely off screen, never to be seen for a while. Um, and Squala and I will stay home completely safe guarding the boss. Uh, it's good that we have fewer names to remember after this episode, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what happens that causes that. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm I'm going to say it. Yeah. Some people are calling Hunter Hunter the uh, the Game of Thrones of anime. Oh, are oh. they? Yeah, because uh, anyone can be killed. Oh shit! Anyone can die. Damn! I hope I hope nothing happens to our new favorite main character, Uvogin. Oh, nothing will ever happen to Uvogin. He's impossible <laughs> to kill. He is the Jon Snow of this anime. Yeah, we we saw it all in this episode. He's you pretty much can't get him. This is, I'm apologize to anybody who's like listening to this just for kicks and has not seen these before because, oh, I'm not going to be able to shut up about Uogin, even like uh, we have already 
spent quite a bit talking about. It's just going to be constant. That is going to be the vibe of this episode. There's just going to be strong Uvogine energy emanating through the whole thing. So, like, it's it's a lot. He's he's good. I don't know. I'll talk about the other Phantom Troop members. Oh, we will get to them too. Yeah. But like, he hasn't even been on screen yet. The other Phantom Troop members, like fancy little Phaetan in a suit. Oh my goodness! Yeah. We okay. Love him. So so okay. So let's set up for this. They're at the auction. Everyone's talking. We get like a brief little scene of like Tostino and Baze be discussing like, oh, all the mafia bosses are here. Why? It's just a fucking auction. And- yeah. We get the dramatic irony of Baze being like, hmm. I wonder why there aren't like more proxies here. Like we're standing in for somebody. It's like weird how like and like Tostino's like, yeah, it's it's about honor. Yeah. It's- it's you about know? like mafia honor and stuff we learn about mafia and how it works and i don't care about any of it and so we get into the auction <laughs> it's about to start and we get a small fancy little lad as false man fancy little emo boy in a fancy little suit yes. he looks like he hasn't seen the light of day in a thousand years and that's phaeton yeah. and then we get we and get also big franklin also in a fancy suit. yeah we get eight foot tall built like a shit brick house franklin Mm -hmm. in a bespoke tailored suit who made this for him or who did he take this off of him god there's a really big one and a really little one and they're both in tuxes what if one tall and one small first of all (laughs) what if it's like a little family of penguins Mm. Mm -hmm. they're so lovely who did he get this suit off of i do you do, think he had a tailor made? I mean, you gotta get a tailor made. You gotta get it bespoke if you're gonna do an entrance like this. It's gotta be bespoke. I do want to float the theory that maybe since, um, uh, oh my goodness, her name. I'm thinking like Mochi or Machi. Ma- yeah, Machi. 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 Yeah, she has she that just, like special nen thread. So maybe she, she can him just one? like yeah, maybe she can whip up a suit. I just like I know it's more for tracking and also sewing up injuries, but. Perhaps she also has bespoke suit abilities. I, love- I like I like to think that Machi was very excited for this like yeah. short little sort of fashion show <laughs> runway walk. <laughs> that that like, sort of ends yeah. very abruptly, <laughs> as we're about to discuss. Yeah, so Phaeton and Franklin, they both walk up on stage and get behind the podium, uh one tall, one small. Mm-hmm. And Phaeton is just like, um uh well, uh let's get to these auction proceedings enough formalities uh sorry we're done with introductions i haven't even said my name uh let's get the show on the road and then franklin lifts his hands pops his fingies off mm-hmm. and then just says Blah! and just fucking blows <laughs> away every single person in this fucking room just fucking opens fire his fingertips do come off his fingertips do come off they start showering the whole place with bullets uh we get a little title card of his nen ability called double machine gun which rules school ambidextrous automatic weapons yeah it yeah. rules fucking school it's cool as hell and everyone gets fucking blown away yeah, everyone's like, "Oh shit, it's going down real hard." Ticino brings out his uh his 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 clone his, minions. his clone jutsu that we saw before. Yeah, his minions. Yeah, and he he Banana. brings them out and then they are getting smacked away and he's like, "Oh shit, these are nen bullets." And we get 
I just really love this shot of him saying, soon the bullets are going to rip through my body. As you see the blood spreading across his chest, Yeah, it's very good and I love it. <laughs> I love when he says, could this be, is he using Nen bullets? And I'm just like, they're coming out of his fucking fingers, dude. What do you think? They are literally They're coming out of his finger, but they rear bullets. He as, has to load them. As he is like glowing with aura, they're coming out of his fucking fingertips. And he's just like, could it be? He's a Nen user? <laughs> he does have big giant hand ham hands, but I still kind of find it hard to believe that he would be able to fit uh ten full automatic weapons in there. <laughs> that have a seemingly infinite supply of bullets because he is just like unloading into this entire fucking building for five minutes. Could it possibly be that this man getting up in front of the entire mafia and shooting into the crowd could possibly be using magic to achieve this? I, he's just like, what? what? This could only be possible with a, a Nen? Yeah. And it's just like, buddy, 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 buddy. Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. You, honey, you got a big storm coming, but I mean, not really because you're dead. Yeah, it lasts about two seconds. So he's basically protecting Baze and the random Russian dude. And he's like, you guys got to get away. You got to tell the butt. Yep. And he fucking dies. Yeah, he just fucking rips. Yeah, he, so goodbye. Rip to, rip to Sachimono Tochino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goodbye, my little pizza roll. Goodbye um, to those sideburns. Bays and the Russian dude get outside, and Russian dude is like gets on the phone. He's like, Bays, run. I'll be right behind. Blah. And he dies because he gets hit in the head with a vacuum cleaner. And yeah. <laughs> I do want to point out... <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Shizuku like kills the dude and Bay's like, oh, I'm fucking out of here, dude. And she starts to run. Yeah. And we have have we first have we described uh Shizuku's vacuum cleaner. I will Mr. Blinky. We haven't seen all of it yet. We mostly just get like the mouth kind of part here, but not even okay, really. Yeah. yeah. But I do just want to point out that Shizuku is not wearing a suit. Oh, this is Phaeton and Franklin only zone. She just shows up in her normal little like mom sweater and mom jeans. Yeah, she doesn't need one. Yeah. Mom she just... Catholic cross. But it's just so like they're like, okay, you three are going inside on this mission. Only you two need suits. Shizuku, you can just do what you want. Yeah, she shows up. After, for very obvious reasons that involve the vacuum cleaner. Absolutely. And she makes, Baze is running away. She makes a, what is animated to look like a 20 foot, like horizontal leap towards Baze and smacks her in the back of the head with this vacuum cleaner, killing her instantly. Yeah, and it is, like, so dramatic. The background <laughs> fades away to black. We get the fucking choir music yeah, as she's choir just kicks fucking in. domes this lady <laughs> with, a, with, with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I did appreciate Baze, like, right away. She's, like, taking the time to take off her heels and throw them away to run faster. It's Good like for, a slow-mo shot. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, and Shizuku just kind of, like, slowly just watches her as she runs, and there's just, like does one big leap and just domes her. And it's just like, It okay. is the most dramatic vacuum cleaner killing I've ever seen. So, goodbye, Baze. <laughs> um, that's another main character we've lost. Uh, anyone can die on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, we won't have to watch her step on anyone again. Oh, my God. Oh, no, instant lover, she, gone forever. Her incredibly dangerous ability, instant lover. It didn't come in handy. Oh, no, time. we won't have to hear the phrase love slave again in any more oh. Episodes. Oh, oh no, what are we gonna do? I don't Gotten know what we're gonna do. rid of the fetish character. I think I need to stop <laughs> watching this anime. It doesn't hold anything else for me anymore. Mm, yeah, it was, it was all about <laughs> the main character, babe. <laughs> it was all about her. 
our main character, Baze Targaryen. Um, well, oh shit. I guess I guess that's the end of Baze Will Hunting. <laughs> shit. Darn, it was nice podcasting with you guys. Yeah, I really like, enjoyed I, it. I guess I guess we gotta go. <laughs> Baze bye. Let's let's hit stop recording. Um this will be our final episode. Mm. Uh we will be shutting down the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after this gone too soon. She's like mm. just kind of like wanders into like the auction room that they were sitting in, and it's like just covered in bodies, and Franklin was like well, that was easier than I expected. And Phaeton's like, I didn't even get to do anything. <laughs> and there's like, hey, Shizuku, could you like clean all these up? And she's like, okay. And we get a sick shot of her vacuum cleaner. Mm. It Here is, comes Blinky. Yeah, it is named Blinky. She summons it. It The main body part is like a small little shop vac. It has googly eyes on it. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. And then the actual like vacuum hose handle part uh, is regular until you get to like the sucking part of it, where it is just like a mouth, just a big old vor mouth. It's a big old vor mouth. It's with a, a big old nasty vor mouth with a tongue and teeth that are you know, it's it's nasty. And it always that, like laughs slightly that. whenever it's summoned. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Got those big juicy gums. Oh yeah, yeah. So someone saw that and immediately had to go to the bathroom because they were very sweaty. Mm. Um, and she just kind of she says, "Blinky, suck up all the bodies, all the blood, their personal belongings, and even the chairs too. <laughs> Get the chairs too. Yeah." And so the vacuum cleaner uh, does. It just sucks up everything. God, it's so good. We see, like, she starts at, like, the blood pool, and she gets to a body, and as it sucks the body through the hose, the googly eyes, like, twist around. It's so twisted, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, she's a little we bit. We get, like, freak. the little bulge in the in the, in the the hose <laughs> as, like, a human body goes through it. Yeah, it's like a snake eating an egg, but it's a fucking body being sucked through a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, and they're just, like, vacuuming it up, and then, like... This is where we get a hint onto the restrictions of her powers because they're like, oh, fuck, we missed one. And there's just like a dude lying on the ground as all the bodies are getting sucked up and he's not. And he's just like, uh, you guys are so stupid for like defying the mafia. Like, we'll get you and they'll torture you and kill you and come after your families. And blah, blah. and then Phaeton just turns his hands into knives and just like cuts the dude's head off. Which... I swear to fucking God, maybe I'm just Todoroki pilled, but this 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 little Phaeton dude, he's a long lost Zoldic, and I will not be swayed. He is a tiny little assassin boy. I will not hear otherwise. He's part of this family. You don't give a shot where this boy sharpens his hand, cuts a dude's head off, and goes, family, what's that? Like, it's so much. And I will, I, this is this is my big conspiracy theory, but I swear. I mean, it's funny you say that because, like, the day after you said that, I was just on YouTube looking for funny videos about birds to entertain the cats. Yes. And <laughs> one of the first videos that popped up was Phaeton Hidden Zoldic Theory Explained. And I was just like, oh, damn, are they listening? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listening to me watch this episode and go, hey, Devin, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, what the hell? 
But and, and how did how did your cats like that video? Uh, that Hunter our, Hunter explainer. Mm, yeah. uh, our one cat does not care because she only likes to look out the window, and our other cat was very intrigued by it and said, "Yes, I must watch this show some more." Yeah. Um. Yeah, the little kitten, little Booberry, was like, "I <laughs> I'm really intrigued by these characters, facts, and themes going on here." Yeah, she said, "I love me a good anime." <laughs> You see, if if Phaeton is a secret Zoldic, then that probably does mean he's another cat boy. So you know, I can mm. see, I can see where that would be interesting to a cat. Yeah, Booberry says, "Oh, we're black, also cat like me." Mm. And then she sharpens yeah. her claws and looks at my neck very threateningly. <laughs> um, yeah, she looked at the screen, pointed, and she said, "Big kin," and um. <laughs> <laughs> So we go from this to Melody being like, uh, it's faint, but I think some shit's going down in the uh, auction site right now. And I think it's getting kind of twisted in yeah, there. Yeah, it's fucking crazy in there. It sounds like a whole lot of bullets and then, like, sounds like Bay's dying. Um, it sounds like a wacky vacuum cleaner is eating a bunch of human bodies. Oh, shit. <laughs> it sounds like a little cat boy in there is going, family, what's that? <laughs> it sounds like someone just popped all their fingers off and started firing into a crowd. So they rush to the scene and then Karapika's on the phone with the boss and being like, not the boss, but Totsone. Mm-hmm. And being like, hey, so uh, some commotion's going down, some shit's going down, all the mafia people are like, Hey, where the fuck are all the bodies? Where's the merch? Hey, where'd all the people go? <laughs> um, and then uh, Melody is by like the safe with the merch and be- all the mafia people there are just like, hey, where'd all our shit go? And they're running around and there's like, yeah, so everything's gone. Bodies, chairs, merch, chairs, people, chairs. The fucking merch. Uh, so we get a scene where it's just kind of like, all the mafia people outside being like, well, we've blocked off all the roads. And like, if any suspicious aircraft go by, go after them. Cause that must be the thieves. And as they're saying, this, a absolutely adorable little hot air balloon just kind of floats above the entire mm-hmm. scene. And it contains, uh, six of the Phantom Troop members. And they're Damn, just I, crammed into know, these little hot air balloons. I thought I, I thought I sort of knew a lot about Hunter Hunter, having watched the series before, but I, I did not realize that Jesse James and Meowth were, were part of the <laughs> Phantom Troop. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you could not realize that I said their names last episode. I said clearly. <laughs> yeah, we've got Shizuku, Sholnark, Uvogin, Nobunaga, Jesse James and Meowth. Uh, with their with their patent and Nen ability called "We're Blasting Off Again," where they just explode. <laughs> um, it is a group Nen ability. It's very impressive how they do that. Mm. Um, Must have a really strong bond between them. Yeah, it's very weird that how people can have group Nen abilities. So you never would see this never again. understand a warrior's bond. You will never <laughs> understand the deep love between Jesse James and me. to have their warrior's bond of a group Nen ability. Um. So we basically go from this to a shot of Uvo on the phone. He has like a cell phone and it is the most adorable scene because this man is once again like eight foot eleven. He's so large. He has massive hands mm-hmm. and he is on just a regular cell phone and that thing is so fucking tiny in his hands. 
Yeah. It is. I don't know how he doesn't accidentally crush it every day. He probably does. Speaking of tropes we love, it's just you got a big man yeah, one holding tall, one a small. normal object, like any, like a can of soda, a cell phone, anything. A it's can of just beer. good. Uh, yeah, one tall, one small. Yeah. Once again. One tall, one small. Big Always man holds tall. small thing. Um, And he's on the phone with Crollo, and he's just like, yeah, well, we got all the people on the site, but like, all the merch was gone. Like, we we didn't have any of it. Where did it go, boss? And the boss is like, oh, no merch? That's weird. And he's like, yeah. You know what I think? I think there's a Judas among us. <gasps> Judas. No. No. <laughs> and then all the Phantom Troop members are like, huh? are you saying there's a traitor here? And they all just kind of give each other, like, strange looks. Yeah, we get the eye-shifting shot where they all just shift position, like, at the same time. Very and then Krollo's just like, no, you're stupid. <laughs> He's just like, first of all, uh, I, have a PDA, I have a PhD in, like, religion and philosophy, so check this shit out. Uh, I don't think there are traitors among us. And also, I don't think Judas was a traitor, so jot that down. Um... They say Judas portrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, but uh, that wouldn't be enough for us, so no traitor here. Yeah, he has this full, like, it's so fun of a shot of just him being like, what would, like, what would tempt any of us? Like, fame, status, success, and it's shooting to different ones, and you're, like, trying to see guilt on their face, and then he's just like, well, none of those would appeal to us, would they? And Uvo's like, yeah, actually, no. No, like, none of us yeah. are interested they, they in They live that. outside side of society. They're living on the edge. They have no need of material things like money or wealth or fame. Really, all they want is to be friends with each other and to kidnap Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, exactly. catch Pikachu, that one Pikachu. Um, and Crollo is destroying Uvogin with facts and logic. And he's just like, well, even if there was a traitor among us, and they did tip, tip off the mafia. The response to, uh, you know, grade A bounties like us, you know, the spiders, the Phantom Troop were so cool and excellent, uh, was kind of sucked ass. If they didn't send proxies or like let them in with their weapons or like, I don't know, have anyone guarding the place effectively. So obviously no one could have tipped them off. And it was like, yeah, that sounds about right. And he's like, also, did you get any information on where the merch went? He's like, uh, no, we like asked the auctioneer guy and he to his dying breath said he didn't know, which is impressive because Phaeton got a hold of him and tortured him. And Phaeton's like, yeah, that dude had the worst luck of anyone today. Hmm, yeah. And he has torture skills, too. Interesting. Yeah. So he probably peeled mm. all his skin off like some weirdo. Um, <laughs> Potentially. Crow is like, did he say if anyone like came to check on it before? And he's like. Oh, yeah, he said someone of the Shadow Beasts uh, came over and, like, looked at it and then left and was all gone. So I think these people called the Shadow Beasts have it. (laughs) And Crow's like, oh, who are those? The Shadow Beasts. And he's like, oh, they work for the Ten Dons, the highest mafia people. And they work directly under them. And they're uh, super skilled Nen users. Yeah. And yeah, it it does show you like a brief uh, shot of 
of a guy named Owl just sort of like walking out of the auction safe with, and you know he cleared it out behind him. So yeah, they 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 figure out that he's using Nen. Uh, just he must have used Nen to gather up all those items and make it look like he just sort of got out of there empty-handed. Also, this owl fellow, he mm-hmm. is wearing flip-flops, and we're gonna see another Shadow Beast later who also wears flip flip-flops. So I don't know. That just it's so it just funny. feels like enough of a pattern that we should be this paying attention to it. This is a flip-flop season because we meet a character, yeah. I think, next set of episodes who also just casually wears flip-flops, but also he's dressed like it's like, I don't know, like mild temperatures outside. Yeah, and we like got Kilo earlier on. this season. Yeah, Kilo also wears some flip-flops. Uh, so I think yeah. Togashi was in a bag when he was writing this. <laughs> Everyone just flipped around. <laughs> it, I it is it is September, guys. What are you Do What you are you doing? <laughs> the first night. <laughs> yeah, the exact first night of September. Um, I have to just talk for a second about this shadow based man because, as we're going to talk about later, he is the most normal looking one of them, and he's. Mm-hmm. Nasty. I don't know what the guy who wrote Hey There Delilah looks like, but this guy looks like him. He just looks nasty <laughs> and re- gross and like he's wearing sunglasses. And I just, he just looks very like lame and shitty. And when we see the other guys in a minute, they're. <laughs> yeah, we will get to them later. I. Yeah, there's some, them there's some yucky guys. <laughs> they really Yucky guys amongst the shadow beasts. The shadow they, beasts. They call them shadow beasts because for a no one likes because to look at them. Because you don't want to look at them in direct light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We so, only allow them to be in the shadows. It's Crow- not they like it. We banish them there. Crollo is just like, uh, so go make a scene. Let the mafia catch you. So the shadow beasts are drawn out. Um, just just go have fun somewhere. I don't I don't really give a shit. Just give me my treasure. Mm-hmm. And so they head to the desert and all the mafia people, all Karapika and the gang are like, let's go head to the desert to go get them. And they get there and we get a cool scene of uh, the Phantom Troop members all just standing on like a ridge is like an army of mafia goons just like fire guns in the air and say like, get down here and like. If you surrender peacefully and tell me where you put all the people, we might not kill yous. And Shalnark is like, wow, they really brought everyone here. That's cool. Shalnark is so chipper and lovely. I, like, we're going to talk a lot about Uvugin, but we're also going to talk a lot about Shalnark because he's just a sweet little boy. He's a sweet little lad that committed a genocide. Yeah. Um, Shalnark is just kind of happy to be here with all his friends. Yeah. He's hanging out with Jesse and James playing a game of, I don't know, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uvo's just like well leave these guys to me i think i can handle it by myself and they're like you sure you want any help he's like obviously not and they're like sick i can't wait to see everything that's about to happen here and we see him jump down and nobunaga is just like watching him go with like this little smirk on his face and i just gotta say they're extremely married yeah they're married they're dating they're very much in love (laughs) i said this in the uh Quick shout out to the uh, Departure Lounge Hunter Hunter podcast. It's very good. Everyone go listen to it. Mm-hmm. I said this in their Discord that Uvogin is kind of a... 
he's like the connecting line of this group in which everyone is dating him. <laughs> They're not necessarily like dating each other, but everyone is dating Uvogin yeah, in some way. He is the core of this polycule. Yeah. Yeah, this is a harem anime with Uvogin as <laughs> the protagonist. Yeah, did you Ubo not know we switched hunting in- harem anime? Yeah. yeah, we switched into a harem anime sometime along the way. Um, Uvogin <laughs> jumps down and like he's once again eight foot eleven, and this fucking probably five foot short king dude just walks up to him and is like, "Hey, where'd you put all the like auction goers?" And Uvo's like, "Kill them. Where's the treasure?" And this guy is like, "What did you do with their bodies?" And he's just like, "Took them. Where's the damn treasure?" Yeah. And this guy's like, oh. This guy's like, you got a lot of balls. And he shoots him in the face. And he shoots Uvo in the head and Uvo's dead. And that's the end of the anime. Now we're moving on to the Shaunark podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Uvo, turns out Uvo Gein loves to get shot in the face because, you know, he just, he just has the biggest grin on his face. And, you know, when, when he got shot, it like tilted his head back. But then he looks down again and he's just got the bullet clenched in his teeth and he's really psyched about it. He's like, Oh, you shot me. He's just like, Okay, well, it's my turn now. And he lifts up his hand and he says, Bop it. And he bops the dude <laughs> in the face and immediately shatters all the bones in the dude's body. Oh, that crack. It's so visceral. It's, uh, he just smacks him in his head, his crack to the side. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that dude's dead instantly. And then he just grabs his, like, body and uses it as, like, a flail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just launches into the crowd of mafia goons, and it's just like nothing but a slaughter fest for about oh, another yeah. five minutes. He's having so much fun. He's just tossing around these mob guys like rag dolls, getting shot from every angle, and just just murdering a bunch of dudes in suits. Yeah. He's like a dog in a leaf pile. He is just going <laughs> to town, and Shalnark is. is up on the cliff, just like, hmm, actually, this is kind of boring. You guys want to play cards? And like the rest of the Fanonju just sets up a little card game on a cliff while Uvogin is just tearing into this crowd. Yeah, yeah Machi, yeah. Shizuku, Franklin, Shalnark, they're all like playing cards, and then like only Nobunaga and Phaeton are just kind of watching casually. I think Phaeton's just bored and looks to see if he can do anything. And Nobunaga's like, that's my man. Nobunaga is having a time. Yeah, Nobunaga's like, that's my man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's only like, got to kill one dude today, and he's feeling a little left out. He's feeling so pissed about I it. I think he killed the torture guy. The guy oh, yeah, he tortured yeah. to death. So two he killed guys. two guys. Two he guys. has two guys, but he's like, the, tor- the one dude was off screen, so it didn't count. Right. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have an audience. Yeah, so the mafia keeps trying more and more extreme measures to kill Uvo. One time they get like a sniper to like shoot him in the head and it hits him and he's just kind of like, well, that's stung. And he like picks up a rock and throws at the dude, killing him instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get a guy who's just like, hey, wise guy. And Uvo's like, who the fuck are you? He's just so goofy. Every time Uvo Gein, it's just, he's got no thoughts, head empty, and like, he throws this rock, and he's like, Zia, got him one shot, and then this dude with yeah. bazookas behind him, and he just kind of looks over like, oh, what's up? Yeah, just like <laughs> I didn't mention, this is actually the Looney Tunes episode of Hunter x <laughs> Hunter, because his entire experience is just like the comedic cadence of a Looney Tunes episode. Um, and he- you know what? You know what we fucking see. You know later after after Uvogin gets shot by the bazooka, we see Bugs Bunny tunneling through the earth, 
Should have turned left at Albuquerque, except it's not a funny little rabbit. It's a fucking terrible man named Worm. We will get to Bugs fucking Bunny. Yeah, so Ubogin gets shot by the bazooka, and the dude's just like, this can take out a tank! And Uvo's like, I don't like being compared to, like, a little tank. And he gets shot, and his cool fucking bear skin pelt gets blown off. But not yeah, his shirt rip, somehow. Yeah, to the bear pelts. Yeah, but not his shirt somehow. That shit's made of, like, I don't know, premium-grade shit. Yeah. Um, something more fragile than a bear. Yeah. Fucking Kevlar compression shorts. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they are needed like, to contain those thighs. Mm-hmm. Those powerful, powerful we thighs. We do need to contain those thighs. So he goes back to just destroying mob goons, and Karapika and his gang are just watching, and they're like, man, this is so fucked up. And yeah, Squala's like, we need to get out of here. Yeah, Squala's like, can we like leave? And Basha's like, yeah, I don't think we can do anything. And Dulcona is like, yeah, we might just want to try to regroup on this one. And then Melody's like, um, guys, I think I hear like a wabbit. Like a like a wabbit like coming up. Like a silly little wabbit somewhere, yeah, but like, she seems very concerned. Yeah, so we get like a thing burrowing through the ground and it is literally just like the bugs bunny sort of tunneling animation isn't it yeah instead of a funny rabbit though we get um the most disgusting guy i've ever seen in my entire life i hate Mm -hmm. to look at him uh a dude just pops out his name's worm he's 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 very tall he has a long head he has like slimy purple skin all he wears is a black little g-string uh, he body is like a worm, constantly undulating and extremely making a gross squishy, noise. Extremely squishy, extremely slimy, extremely uh, yucky. Yeah, he belongs to the crawling rot. Um, yes. He's disgusting. I hate to look at him. And he says, what family do you guys belong to? And they're like, we work for the Nostrads. And he's just like, ah, I see. It appears you guys can use a little bit of Nen. But don't bother. And then from the shadows, we get a funny scene of, like, all these shadow beasts keep emerging from the shadows. And, like, we get a funny shot of Linsen and um, Melody. Linsen is, everyone's just looking disgusted at Worm. Melody is looking directly away from Worm, (laughs) very pointedly. Like, she's just like, I can hear his body undulating. I don't need to actually look at it. (laughs) I refuse to attach a picture to this. She used her top senses to figure out what was going on and was like, nope, we're good there. Yeah, but a dude walks out of the shadows and he looks like a fucking, like, I don't know, 80s hair metal person. Um, His name is Rabbit Dog. He looks disgusting. He has sharp fangs. Um, He's like, ah, these people, killing is part of their daily routine. They're so powerful. And then this short little bald dude walks out. He's in a tracksuit as well. Flip-flop man number two. Yeah, (laughs) flip-flop guy number two. He's just like, don't worry. We are professionals. We can handle it. And then another disgusting man who I hate to look out also pops out of the shadows. Um, He's just like, we'll take care of this. And (laughs) they're all just like, leave it to the shadow beasts. And they all stride out. And, you know, you can tell by their very good designs and how they look like they're made to be animated over long periods of time. These guys are going to be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they they do their JoJo walk in, so you know they're going to wreck some shit. Yeah, they hit that strong JoJo walk right into battle. 
And we get a funny end shot of like just a shot of Karapika looking intense and just being like, it's them. The shadow beasts. <laughs> and then the episode And ends. they're all really poorly dressed. Mm. And they look like shit. They really are. They look like and smell like shit. I hate to look at them. I can't wait until they die. So yeah. The fashion in this episode has gone downhill from the tuxes we saw in minute one. He's yeah. just like, it's a good thing I still got that drip. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. We don't get any Kalo in this episode, so we do have to like adjust for it. We we do have to have at least Karapika. Be yeah, there. we even lost Uvogin's sick ass bearskin pelt. Mm, we did. Yeah. So we let's just go into the next episode. So real quick, actually, yes, I do want to say first of all the names of these shadow beasts because they're so important. We have Rabbit Dog. We have Porcupine. He's the baldy one, and then the other one is named Leech. I wonder what that entails. Worm. His name is Leech. Um, just, just don't worry about it. His name's Leech. And then this is something that we're gonna like. I just want to put out here, but we'll probably like talk about it in like the season recap because it's more like meta and like themes and stuff. I really like the parallels between Uvogin and Gon's fighting style, and it plays into my theory very much that if Gon had not met Karapika first. He probably would have been really intrigued by the Phantom Troop and their whole like vibe there. But that is something that I want to come back to after the arc is over. But since we're getting, we're watching Uvo just literally stand there and get the shit kicked out of him like on purpose because he wants to see what he can take. I think that is interesting. But yeah, let's uh, hop into the next episode. Uh, yeah, it's Uvo and Gon are truly the epitome of uh enhancers which is talk shit get hit yeah um yeah. next episode starts and sean arc is just like hey uvo um guess what they're here and he was like oh sick and we get like a shot of all the phantom beasts like walking slowly towards him like the lights are shining upon them they're looking very cool they're looking like people i'll get to know very well over these next few episodes um and Uvo's just kind of like, oh, are you guys going to be next, my next opponents? Let's fucking do this. I'll fuck you up. And then Worm pops out of the ground right behind him and punches him straight in the face. And Uvogin dies instantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rip to Uvogin, except JK, once again, he has failed to die from a face attack. And instead, all of Worm's fingers break and his hand gets really gross and... They just they just keep breaking. His hands just keep getting t- more twisted and disjangled, and just it that the animation lasts too long. Yeah, yeah. It. I already don't like to look at his body. I especially don't like to look at it when it's doing things that a body shouldn't do. Yeah, he's got the My Hero Academia like when like uh, Deku like breaks all of his fingers one by one. He's got those fingers, but then his hand is already disgusting. So it just like gets worse and worse. It's so disgusting. I hate all of these bitches. Yeah, it's literally so awful to see, and I hate to see it. Um, Uvo turns around and punches him square in the face, and his face looks even worse than before now. Mm-hmm. And then as mm-hmm. he looks like he's about to die, he opens up his eyes again and is like, Haha, you fell into my trap. I wanted to get the shit kicked out of me on purpose. <laughs> this isn't blood, it's victory wine. 
and grabs Uvo's arm and then yanks it underground. He grabs Uvo's arm with his nasty, nasty, fucked up hand. Somehow, when all his fingers are bent in the completely opposite direction, um, and drags him underground and is like, now you're defenseless. What do you choose? Get crushed underground or get killed up on the surface? <laughs> yeah, and the other three are like triangling around him, getting ready. Yeah, and then Uvo's yeah. just like, <laughs> you fucking idiots. Um, he ra- Uvo's smiling. He thinks it's funny. Yeah, he strikes a very thoughty pose. He's he- laying on the ground. I'm so sorry. This image will not leave my head. Just him like thotting <laughs> it up on the ground. His thighs. Just he's the yeah, way he's thirsty. laying. I'm extremely thirsty for this. The way he rounds up for this epic punch. Yeah. So he's laying on the ground. He puts up his fist. You see a bunch of men gather into his hand. It turns bright red, and the shadow beasts are like, oh shit, we gotta get away. And the other Phantom Troop members are like, oh, well, they're dead. And he punches the ground, and it fucking demolishes, like, a good, like, 30 feet around him. He puts a fucking crater in the ground. Yeah, and he just says, big bang impact, fucking Mm -hmm. Vegeta ass over here. And yeah. Worm gets fucking obliterated, thank God. <laughs> yeah, Worm's gone. He's dead. Yeah. So he makes a crater. All the Phantom Troop members are like, wow, nothing can really survive after he uses Big Bang Impact. Sorry for that guy. And then Machi is just like, I mean, it's just a regular punch with Nen added to it. <laughs> Which, once again, the most enhancer-ass enhancer words. they just like, what's your special move? Oh, I just punch really fucking hard. Yeah, I love the like yeah. the bit in the last episode where Phaeton's like physically he's the strongest. And I think like in the 99, it was like in the Phantom Troop, but he's just like, no, he's that is his thing. He is the strongest, and that is what he stakes everything on, which is very cool for him. <laughs> he's just trying to be the swollest one around. Um, and yeah, yeah, this big bang impact did finally remove his shirt. So we are going to Yeah, get- speaking of nothing be- being able to survive, uh, you know, the Big Bang Impact ripped to Uvogin's tank top. <laughs> now it is only Uvogin's uh bare chest, his compression shorts, and the tattered remains of his shirt fall away, and we see um his spider tattoo on his lower back. Mhm. And I would like to talk about this real quick. The fact that he specifically went out of his way to get it as tramp stampy as possible. Mm-hmm. So he is a very broad man. Mm-hmm. He has a very large upper back. Perfect placement for like a large spider tattoo, of course. Yeah. He decided to place it on the small of his lower back mm-hmm. with the legs in such a way that at least two slide down onto his ass cheeks. He sure did. Uvogin is a nasty little thotty. <laughs> he wants everyone to know it. And I swear to God, there is no reason it needs to be there other than he's literally just like, I want you to put it, I want you to give me a spider tramp stamp. Yeah, his, so his, I'm just putting that out there. His upper back is just a broad canvas on which to paint, but he was like, no. He ne- said, need, no, you have to put it here. Needs to be sluttier. <laughs> It is very funny, too, because it looks like it was, like, when you're writing on a poster, like, happy birthday for somebody, and you run out of room, (laughs) and, like, you just, like, have to, like, make the letters go, like, slightly off to the side. Yeah. 
that's what it looks like because the spider's like really big in the center and then it just looks like the person's like ah oh, fuck i'm right out of room for the legs and he just like put them like slightly off to the sides anywhere he could possibly try it who does these tattoos who is the specific tattoo artist who they go to to get these nen tattoos this one was definitely done by nobunaga <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I vibe with that for a hundred percent. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Is Nobunaga definitely gave him that one? It was a very intimate moment between them. Nobunaga the legs. gives great tattoos. That's what I'm putting out into the world. Yeah, um, I'm down for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Phantom Beasts, are, the, the, the 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 Shadow Beasts are just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck! It's the spiders. Well, we're the Shadow Beasts, so we've got this. And he's just like, cool. Let's fucking go. And they all jump in. And he's like. I love it when, like, Prey's eager to die, and he goes to punch Porcupine. Oh, yeah. And- also, also <laughs> let's let's not forget that Karapika has binoculars and sees the 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 thotty thotty tramp stamp from afar and goes sicko mode. Yeah, yeah Karapika is feral time. Yeah, he's literally shaking with rage. He's perfectly calm and normal. Melody is not looking at him with incredible concern. Um, Melody is not going like, will you please stop thinking so damn loud? <laughs> um, so the shadow beasts jump at Uvogin and he goes to punch the short king porcupine. And this nasty little gremlin of a man just stops his punch by shooting all his hair out of his body and using it to stick through Uvogin's hand, and he's like, that's why they call me Porcupine, because I can make my hair sharp. Yeah, and he's got the vocal quirk where he's just like, yep, I can, con-. like, he's just like, yeah, I can control my hair, yep. And, like, sometimes it'll be yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and he's just like, with my hair, you can't do anything. You can punch me all you want, but I won't die. And then Uvogin's like, well... If I can't punch you with my fist, I'll just use you as, like, a weapon. And he, like, goes to punch... We get Rabid Dog first. Oh, yeah, we do get Rabid Dog. Mm-hmm. He's standing there while getting taunted by Porcupine, and then a piece of his flesh gets ripped out. And Rabid Dog has, like, ripped out a chunk of his flesh and is like, With my f- sharp fangs, nothing can stop me. I'll, like, rip you to pieces. And he's just like, God, you guys are annoying. Yeah, and Shalnark's yeah. like, damn, I'm actually kind of impressed. He ripped through uh, Uvo's skin. That's like, damn. Yeah. So Uvo's like, well, if I can't knock you off, I'll just fucking use you as a battering ram against your friends. And he goes to punch Leech, who is making a disgusting face in the corner. Mm-hmm. And... He fucking goes, you can't use me as a weapon. I can relax my hair. And nothing is softer than hair. Yeah, he makes a cushion out of curly, curly body hair, and it gives me dysphoria and makes me feel like (laughs) I immediately need to shave. (laughs) Yeah, so not a joke. That's valid as hell, but Porcupine is transphobic by nature. Yeah, just hate all of it so much, and that's such a like it's all so skin crawling nasty. Yeah, Porcupine is transphobic by nature, by existence. Um, and Rabbit Dog takes another chunk out of Uvogin's leg, and he's just like, "Will you stop doing that?" And Uvogin's like, "You're all annoying," and he goes, "Ooh." And he falls over because he just suddenly felt something. And Rabbit Dog's like, I see you're feeling the fast-acting neurotoxin that I can inject with my fangs. Nothing from your neck up 
only your neck up will work. Everything lower, completely useless. And Machi's just like, damn, if he actually used, like, you know, poison, Uvo would be dead. What a fucking moron. <laughs> I and- have to read... Are are you done with Rabbit Dog there and his venoms and stuff? Yes. Because I just, I wrote down the exact quote of Leech coming up. And oh, he says, no. he comes up behind Uvo and he reaches, he reaches his little head over his shoulder and he says, I keep countless leeches of lots of different sizes stored within my body. And I curled up into myself. I am no longer a human being. I am cringing so hard. He just like opens up his mouth and he's got like his, it looks like his tongue is like a big leech or he has like. It's a nest for the leeches okay, of which he I couldn't figure them. that out and it's disgusting, but he just sort of reaches over his shoulder and he has this big old sack hanging out of his mouth and there's leeches coming out of it and going into his wounds and it's so horrible. Yeah, it's for context when he vile. says, um, I store them in my body. In the 99, the Camarango does very much have him, like, rub his tummy, like, very sensually as he says this. Yeah, and in the 99, he says some of them are for healing purposes. Uh, yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> That's not what leeches do. Yeah, so he's no, you, like, s- uh, you see, leech is a 17th century doctor, though, so. Yeah, leech is a plague he, he, doctor. He, yeah. He's got to get he, everyone's he actually humors right. in balance. I'm not feeling very humorous when I look at Leech, so maybe they do need to be put in balance. Um, yeah, he like sticks his disgusting, gross tonguey in Uvogin's open wound and is like, I'm sending leeches all into your body, and soon they will crawl into your bladder and hatch their eggs and you will die painfully. And one day from now you will die, just in case we don't kill you or capture you here. Yeah, we're going to be sitting here for one whole ass day while your friends just watch from a ridge. That will happen. Um, I just... So as he's saying this and chuckling happily to himself and going, knack, 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 Uvogin just kind of turns his head, opens his mouth wide, and just like takes a big chomp out of this dude's skull and kills him instantly. Mm-hmm. And all the the other two are just like, yo, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> They're and really grossed out, and it's so funny. Uvo's like noshing on his skull, and he's just like, so you taste like shit too, which is weird because I thought ugly things were supposed to taste better. Um, and he just kind of says, oh, by the way, I only need my head and neck to kill you guys. Yeah. Uvogin read the manga chapter where Hisoka eats a bit of his own arm and he was like, hmm, that gives me an idea. <laughs> Maybe oh. that's a requirement to be in the Phantom Troop as you've had to have tasted human flesh before. Mm. It says one of the requirements is, can you take a big nosh out of your body or somebody else's? You have to be willing and able to consume flesh at any given time. So they're all flesh core. Mm. Um yeah, having having read all of the manga, there is just like a lot of flesh eating. There, it, yeah, just a lot of it. Kind of particularly in one uh, arc, right? Yeah, You're saying there's a decent is, amount of boring. It is very there's concentrated de- in in very one, in that one particular arc, but yeah, we do get <laughs> we do get you know little little sprinklings of it here and there. Yeah, Uv- Dogashi is setting up for that one arc where that's like the main focus is um eating. Hmm. Um, I'm so concerned. So Uvo 
just Gushy makes- shows us cannibalism and says it's a secret tool that will help us later. It's a secret <laughs> weapon that you should pay attention to. Boy, I love foreshadowing. Yeah, he sucks in a bunch of air. Sounds like a goddamn vacuum cleaner. And then he puffs up his it cheeks does. and like looks at rabid dog and then just like shoots a piece of bone out of his mouth. And rabid dog's just like, oh shit, that's a peach of leech's skull. That's disgusting, dude. And he sticks out his hand to try to block it with Nen, and it goes right through and kills him instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, Rabbit Dog, if you had time to put up your hand, just move your head slightly to the left. Right. Um, and then he sucks in a bunch of air. Sounds like a vacuum cleaner again. He got that suck. Um, <laughs> he do have that good suck. This is and he room. looks at Porcupine, and Porcupine's like, well, that technique won't look at me, work on me, yup. I will just relax the hair so it will just deflect off my hair. Yep, yep, yep. 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 And Uvogin closes his mouth and all the Phantom Troop members are like, oh, fuck. And they cover their ears and he just fucking yells. He just yells so loud that it kills a man. He is part of Wing's fucking he metal band. fucking shouts him to death. Uvogin is part of Wing's metal band. <laughs> <laughs> We found another <laughs> member. He just fucking goes crazy. Mm. It sends a shockwave across this entire fucking like ravine desert area. Their fucking little balloon just falls from the perch it was sitting on because of the shockwave. Everyone's covering their ears. They look distressed. Um, poor Melody, who has super hearing. Yeah, she looks even a little more distressed. And then Dalzone says what we are all thinking, which is... Damn. You know what? Here's the thing. I think that Uvogin tried out for Wing's metal band, and uh-huh. you know, Wing was like, "Yeah, you pass. You're that's you. You do some good screaming." And Uvogin was like, "Okay, I'm in." But uh, on one condition, we do have to change the name of the band from the Wings to the Uvogins. And Wing was like, Uvo no, Wings. we can't do that. It's not, it's not like a joke then. Do you, don't you understand the reference? And Uvogin is like, no, I'm an enhancer. <laughs> Wing says, we can't change the name. And then Uvogin says, Uvo Wings. Hmm. Yeah. And then Uvogin smiles triumphantly and wing says absolutely not we're making a reference and uvo Gein's like i don't follow pop culture the problem yeah. <laughs> that i'm having yes. which i have a solution for i just don't see a way out of that situation without uvo Gein killing wing because he would win <laughs> that fight they're so, friends actually but what i propose is that wing is in two bands one with uvo Gein because uvo Gein, like he couldn't see a way out of that without uvo Gein just destroying him so he's in the uvo Gein's, and then he's got his secret wings band that uvo Gein doesn't know about oh that he so has it's... to like keep secret from him so he doesn't know that like he still is making the reference and having the funny joke Oh, so it's kind of like one of those sitcom things where, like, a character is like, oh, I set up two conflicting things at the same time, yeah, but I don't want to yeah. disappoint anyone. They set up the gig at the same place, and Uvo Gein's all excited and wants to hang out with Wing, but Wing has to perform in his other band, too. Yeah, and he's, like, running, like, back and forth, on and off stage. They're, like, saying nothing. Changing it. costumes for no reason. Yeah. It's totally unnecessary. Yeah, because... Yeah, because, like, he still, like, has the same, like, face in both bands. And, like, he's... Every time he gets on stage, they're like, hey, aren't you from that other band across the street? And he says, uh, no, my name's, uh, Jing. And they're, like, going, she's <laughs> like, Jing? And Wing's like, fuck. Um, <laughs> and Ufugin's like, what the hell are you talking about? Your name's Wing. 
He's like, you're not Jing, you're Wing. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> and it's a whole big mess. And then in the end, he just learns to tell the truth and not mm. put so much on his plate. And Uvogin still kills him instantly anyway. Um, no, U- <laughs> Wing makes it up to Uvogin by going on a date with him where they just smash a bunch of walls. <gasps> and they have so much Oh, fun. they go into one of those wo- rooms where they just break shit and then Uvogin breaks the And they the just break building. the room. Yeah, yeah Uvogin just... just breaks the entire building instead. <laughs> yeah, they do that thing where it's like, oh, this bar is closing down. Like, you, you guys can go to town on it before we, like genuinely demolish it and, and Uvogin just, just turns destroys it, it he turns it into a crater Wing walks <laughs> up to a wall and puts a crack on it like he did at his house and then Uvogin's like check this shit out bro and then just fucking destroys it oh my goodness um yeah so that's exactly what happens we've with created that. so many spin-off series for Uvogin <laughs> in just this episode well of course we need to because uh Baze dies so he's the main character now yeah you're right yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, so the Shadow Beasts are fucking demolished and destroyed. Porcupine's dead, and he's just like, oh, what, you can't hear him anymore, you little bitch? And he throws him away. Yeah, the Phantom Troop yell at him a little bit. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, hey, um, can you, like, help me move? <laughs> and so... No, 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 no. Yeah, so we cut back to uh, Karapika. Yeah. And he's, like, shaking with rage. He's just kind of like, yeah. well, I'm going to go kill him right now, if you guys are cool with that. Yeah, no- yeah, Karapika, having just witnessed five elite sort of top-of-their-class fighters get destroyed by this man, he's like, okay, yeah, my he turn. Says, tag me in, sum me in, coach. No one tells the president what to do, part two, electric boogaloo. Yeah, so um, he goes and Dalsone is like, absolutely not, young man. That man will fucking demolish us. We need to regroup. We need to just go make sure the boss is okay. We're getting the fuck out of here. And Karapika is like, uh, you have fun with that. I'm still going to go kill him. And Daltsane is like, don't you walk away from me when I'm talking to you. And tries to grab Kropka and Krapia like grabs his arm and is looking angry. And Melody is just like, oh my god, okay. Everyone needs a nice little therapy jam sesh. And uses her Nen ability, which is playing such beautiful melodic tones, everyone calms down. It's so wonderful. It's a beautiful scene. She just whips out her flute and it's we very just get sweet. like a pretty little like flower scene and they're all like transported by the beauty of this melody, which I love for Melanie specifically because we don't see her Nen ability a lot, which means that she is just so badass that she can just do all of this and get in with the mafia and all that without like relying on a Nen ability at all. It's just her super hearing because like, it's she's just good at what she does. She yeah. can get all these magic objects and all these weird body parts that the 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 boss wants without using her nen at all. Yeah, she's also hidden Zoldic and training the assassin's arts, but she's <laughs> nice about it. Um, so she calms everyone down, and everyone's just like, "Oh, yeah, I was never mad before. Let's uh think of a game plan." They say funny things like, "Wow, what are the others' abilities?" And they're like, "But they're super strong, like him." Ha ha. And Kropika like walks up to Melody and is just like, thank you, Melody. I've calmed down now. And Melody's like, you're welcome. And he's like, I'm still going to go kill that guy, though. And (laughs) just proceeds to do the exact same bullshit he was doing before. Yeah, he's like, no, okay, I'm calmed down. Thank you, Melody. He does thank Melody, thank God. But then he goes, but I'm still going to do it. I stand a good chance, okay? And Dalzone's like, I, I, yeah, okay. Dalzone's like, I'm high as hell right now. You can do what you want. <laughs> so we cut back to Uvo Gein, and 
he's just like, hey, um, Shizuku, can you suck out the leeches and poison? And she's like, I mean, I can suck out the poison, but nothing that's like still alive. And he's like, well, that sucks ass. And Shalnar does a little hop down to him. By little, I mean it's like 100 feet into the fucking air. Yep. And he says, oh, let me tell you all these facts about these leeches that leech already told you. Uh, they're spotted leeches. They dig into your skin. They move to your bladder. And then they lay their eggs. And you'll die in 24 hours if they hatch. And it's very painful. And it sucks ass. They burst your dick. They cast <laughs> explode your dick. And it hurts like hell. <laughs> um, and he's just like, well, what can I do? And he's just like, you got to do the coolest thing imaginable, which is drink beer constantly for the next 24 hours and piss a lot. Yeah, you got to drink beer. Yeah, Dr. Shalnark prescribing party potion. Yeah, <laughs> Shalnark says, Uvogin, you will no longer be straight edge. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Uvogin's like, well, is that all? And he says, can someone go into town and get me like some beer? Meanwhile, they are in the desert. So going to town sounds like a fucking like ass and a half. Um, this is York New City, which is New York City. Yeah, it's in the desert. Um, <laughs> we've already established. So I just realized that. Yeah, Franklin says, okay, I'll go get any. What, you've never been to the famous northeastern deserts of the United States? Yeah, New York, the famous desert state. Uh, actually, this isn't New York. It's <laughs> Nor- York New. We've already established mm. this. <laughs> New York is somewhere else. So Franklin says, I'll go get it real quick, which is funny because once again, they're in the middle of the damn desert and their blimp is destroyed. So Uvogin yells up to him, make sure those suckers are ice cold. I'm one of the boys. They better be cold so I can crack one. Mm -hmm. And Franklin says, absolutely not, mister. They will be lukewarm because we're in the middle of the damn desert. (laughs) And you know what? I'm thinking about it. Franklin could just steal one of the mafia cars now, now that all the mafia Yeah, there are, are dead. plenty of vehicles. Well, it's funny you say that real quick. It's funny you say that. Um, so uh-huh. as they're talking, they're joking around, having a great sexy time. Uh, it's their hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of chains wrap around Uvogin, and he says, I do not consent. And he just gets fucking... Sexy Uvogin bondage. Sexy Uvogin bondage. He says, I do not consent. I was never given a safe word. He gets fucking yanked into the air and he's just like, what the fuck? And they're all just like, what the shit just happened? Uh, The only one not to like look surprised is Machi who just throws a needle onto him and is like, hey guys, um, I'm already tracking him perfectly. Mm -hmm. So can we go get him? And they're just like, oh yeah, it's probably the other shadow beasts. This would be a great time to kill all those guys too. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're pretty excited because they get to kill some shadow beasts. Franklin still has to run into town to grab beer. He's very disappointed. Yeah. And we do see, this is very strange. We do, apparently Worm was still alive under the surface and he makes a call to the mafia and says like, hey, all of the shadow beasts, send them out. These guys are fucked and then dies. Yeah. He says one of them killed four of us. So obviously the rest of you will be able to hand the rest of the six of them. (laughs) So, obviously, it's going to be an easy fight. The Shadow Beasts will win. As we've seen, they're very competent. Um, Worm is dying, and it's really interfering with his ability to do math. (laughs) (laughs) It's really interfering with his ability to keep on living, and I say good. Um, Yeah. yeah. So... Uvogin really is a protagonist, if only for murdering those four. Uvogin is the protagonist of my heart. Yes. Um... 
We move into a very, very, very funny sequence when you think about it. Uvogin is like chain bondaged in a car. He's very tall, somehow in this little car. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kropika is driving while also having the chains attached to him. Mm -hmm. And Uvogin's like, so what you going to do with that chain? Going to hit me? Better kill me in one shot. (laughs) Better Better make make it count. (laughs) Um, And Kropika's like, turns all the fucking way around and says, shut the fuck up. You little bitch. Mm-hmm. And Uvo Gein's like, you better fucking kill me, dude. Listen, come on. Kill me before I kill you. And Krabia's getting so fucking mad and being like, you can't break out of these chains. I'm so fucking strong, dude. Yeah, he said, I thought I told you to shut up and constricts the chains. And Uvo's like, damn, even if I wasn't paralyzed, this would be kind of tricky. He's like, damn, why are these chains doing that classic anime thing where they press up my titties real weird? Mm. Um... Why indeed. Yeah, and so Karapia just starts loudly narrating his power in his head, in his mind palace. And he's just yeah. like... Karapika goes into a full-on monologue with just staring directly at Uvogin in the backseat while still driving the car. And I do fucking love that just, like, in the middle of this, just, like, right before the end of the episode, Melody is just kind of like, Karapika? Karapika yeah, the road? Yeah, this yeah, is what like I'm talking about! The whole monologue, we get Melody going, <laughs> yeah. Hey, motherfucker, can you please turn around? Yeah, so the monologue is Karapika being like, Oh yeah, self-imposed contract with myself. Like it this chain jail only works on the spiders. And if I were to ever use it on anyone else, it would kill me instantly. It's also wrapped around my heart, which is how it will kill me. It's proof of my resolve. And under this, you just hear Krabiga! Krabiga, watch the road! Krabiga! Karapika, for fuck's sake! I don't know why I'm sounding like Mickey Mouse here all of a sudden. Karapika, watch the damn road! Um, it's so good. And Kropia is like turned all the goddamn way around, not even like facing the road in the slightest. If 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 before this point we did not have enough evidence to confirm that Karapika is gay, in this episode we learn that he absolutely cannot drive. <laughs> he cannot drive. He gets distracted at the slightest thing, like the murderer of his entire family, just sure. being like, "You better kill me right now, bro." Um, and we also get that him and Melody are dating because Melody, instead of just grabbing the wheel or like yelling at him, is just kind of like, babe, 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 we are going to take revenge. We are going to avenge your brethren, but please, goddamn, I need you to watch the road. I know you're a little salty right now because uh, (laughs) this guy did epic rage on your family, but you need to watch the road. We have to pick up our kids from soccer practice. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of the episode with Karapika just, like, not looking at the damn road and them about to drive off a cliff. Uh, we get the to-be-continued funny JoJo ending thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those were the episodes. God, such good episodes. And it only goes up from here, folks. I know. This art, Mostly because I don't have to look at Leech anymore. Yeah. He's dead and gone. Dead and buried, and I never have to look at his damn face again, except for the beginning of the next episode where they pan over all their dead bodies, and I go, don't like it. Thank you, though. Yeah, but he bit off, like, half of his face, so that has to be an improvement. Mm, No. (laughs) No? No. Because then I have to realize the insides of him are covered in leeches. Mm, Crawling rot, Mm. Jane Prentice ass. Um... You want to go check on those other Karapikas and Uvogins? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's too do many too Uvos. many Uvogins. There weren't, there weren't very many Uvogins this yeah. 
for yeah. this set of episodes. Not, um, not much different, just Uvogin being the same. Yeah, I think I brought this up last episode that you can definitely tell that the the um the 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 sorry the 2011 anime goes really hard on the phantom troop because they they're established villains they're clearly very fun even in the earlier iterations and when they get this chance to really go a hog wild and like really have fun with these villains they take that opportunity and it's interesting going back and seeing like oh yeah they're like still fun and funky but like i you know like they've definitely vamped them hard in the new one yeah. Uvokin has a lot more angles in his face in the 2011, which I which I like. Yeah. Their lighting is better and also their sound effects are better because <laughs> I don't have to hear their weird uh I don't know like weird squishy sound effects in the 2011. Yeah. 2011 just does atmosphere better. I'm saying it now. Oh um, yeah, it for sure is. And um, speaking of weird, squishy sound effects, I know we're gonna, uh, this is kind of jumping around, but, like, Blinky, like, makes the exact noise of, like, the Nunu from the Teletubbies, like, when it's eating, like, the vacuum is eating up all the tubby custard, it is that exact noise, and it was really throwing me off. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything you need to discuss from 2011? I mean, mean not rabbit dog. Sorry. Rabbit oh yeah, rabbit dog. Pretty bad. Rabbit dog's face. What the fuck? They really were just he like, just, oh, dog. He just fully has a dog muzzle in the ninety nine. And it's hinted that like it's because of his Nen ability, not just because he's like, oh, my teeth are sharp and I strengthen them with like Nen. No, he like activates his Nen and his muzzle gets longer. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like his mouth gets his God talking about Vormouths this episode. His <laughs> nen ability just 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 gives him just the juiciest bites. Yeah, in a way that I that I don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really bad and gross, and I hate to see it. And I hate to see him. Um, good thing there's nothing else we need to talk about in these episodes, really. Yeah. Yeah, liked- there there are a couple of manga changes uh, that I could get into. Yeah, we can go into those. Let's hear them. Yeah. Uh, f- first is a bad one. I'll get the really bad one out of the way just immediately. Uh, when when Uvogin punches Worm in the face, his he 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 eyeball come out. Ooh. Mmm. Nasty. Mmm. You hate. Yeah, to- it sucks. He just kind of got a dangly eyeball Aww. for the rest. Of his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the rest of his uh, 30-second life. Yeah. Um, also, it nasty. mentions that uh, Uvogin's Big Bang Impact has, like, the, the the explosive power of a small missile, and Uvogin's ultimate goal is to get it up to the power of a nuclear device. Yeah, that's in 99, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I love that for him. Uvogin's so fucking strong, dude. I'm so glad he'll be with us forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- also, it talks a little bit about uh, Franklin's Nen power and how he didn't really need to cut off his fingers and m- body mod himself in order to make his bullets work. But hey, that's just Franklin. Cyberpunk 20 Hunter Hunter, I don't know what year it is. <laughs> Franklin is more punk than anyone in this fucking show. 
Yeah, which is why it was bad and incorrect of the 99 to tone down his, like, body mod elements of his design. Yeah. Yeah, we all know that Franklin is gay because of all the body mods. I really like his body mods. They look very, like... Um, I feel like body mods in anime... I can't even think of any examples, so I don't necessarily know where I'm getting this, but they look like... I mean, they look artistic and they look weird, but they do look like body mods that people get. I don't know. I don't know why I have this perception in my mind that like a lot of times when I look at them, I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone have anything like that. But his, I don't know, his are just stand out to me as being good. Yeah, Franklin's very cool. Mm hmm. Um, I really like, I want to say real quick, 90s Uvo, like we just said, like he was not like as but he just has like a different kind of like 90s like rabbit vibe goes like he he fully like when he gets sniped he does like the sasuke like like and he's like that's stung and it's so funny he's just very he's different in the 90 but it's like kind of the same vibe i did just want to like pop that in there because he's just good yeah a little less boisterous i think yeah he's still having fun though it's a little more scary, I think. It like tries to get this like he's he's having fun, but the it's not a fun tone where yeah. I think 2011 nailed that like he's having fun, so is the audience even though what's happening is fucked up. Well, as long as I have fun, that's all I care about. Yeah, exactly. Everyone should be having fun here. Exactly. That's the point of the show. Mhm. This is the point of the Uvogin show. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the Uvogin's horror anime. Yeah, the Uvogin show. <laughs> is wait. that about all we have for uh, too, too many Uvogins? Yeah, I can't wait till Uvogin finds his dad, Uvogin. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah? <laughs> it's true. I can't wait. It'll be fun. Uvogon will hunting. <laughs> yep, we're on our way. <laughs> and then one day he will have a small boy of his own named Uvogon. Oh, shit. Wow. And then that small boy will have to go find him because he will be missing committing crimes. Mm. Is he going to be riding a big old dragon too? No, that's he will riding be, another dragon. No, he will be eating the big old dragon while skinning the other one. Mm. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, God. You ready to happen to hop on over to Greedy Island? Let's go. Let's go greedy. Yeah, Hell let's get yeah. greedy. We're part of the Phantom Troop now. What we want, we take, and we're taking some good content. We're taking the whole island. We're taking the whole damn island. It's ours now. <laughs> so what do we? No been up big, to? strong, no strong uh, dodgeball men will stop us. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta quit referencing this dodgeball shit. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm always thinking about beefy dodgeball man. God, except for the fact that the Phantom Troop do meet the dodgeball man and he do stop them. <laughs> yeah, he do just straight up be like, can you guys leave? And they're like, what are you going to do, fight us? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I can't wait to meet dodgeball man. I love that dude so much. Um, Recommendations, recommendations, recommendations. I'm not going to lie. I just this week, I mean. I really was just so into Uvogin. Like, I was just, like, kind of vibing on this when I wasn't at work. 
Yeah, you were having a completely uh, non-sweaty time. Just a completely normal time of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a non-sweaty PG time. Like, you know, normally I just go and I do my notes and I write and I like, you know, I give, it's not limited, but like, I have to kind of watch myself not to just watch the whole arc at once, especially with this arc. I do. But like. Uh, yeah, I watch just it all this once, episode has just these couple episodes have just stayed in my head like this whole week, and I've just been like turning them over, and it's just like that. That was honestly mostly what I did. So I will maybe think of something while you guys talk if you have anything to recommend. Uh, yeah, I, I got one. Hell um, yeah. yeah, I've been reading more books for some reason. That's, oh, that's just so kind of where my depression is taking me. <laughs> Um, it lets me lie in bed for a while. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Um, so I, I've been reading a series called, uh, Arcane Ascension by Andrew Rowe. I just reread the first two books because the third book came out since I read them the first time and I forgot everything that happened. So I needed to catch up again. Uh, but now that book three is out and I'm gonna get to it soon. Probably tonight. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. It's a pretty pretty fun book series. It's it's what if what if a boy went to magic school, but the magic system was actually good and the characters were actually good. Oh shit. And it wasn't super turfy. It actually had a trans character in it and talked about gender in a not shitty way. Mm. You fucking love to see it. We do love to see that. And sometimes the boy has to just fight a god or two. And it's stressful. Mm. Once we love, again. Uh, we love magic boys. We love non-turf stuff. And we love seeing them together. And we also love um, uh, consequences for our main characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The uh, the main character, he got a magical ability that just lets him like make magic items. And at first he was like, shit, this is the worst ability. I can't use this for fighting. But then he just kind of gets kind of nutty with it and actually learns how to be a good enchanter and like yeah actually like makes friends and is is becomes a good adventurer and it's cool to watch him like have that character progression and like learn to stop being a nerd and actually have friends and talk to people it's neat hell yeah I did just remember that Promise Neverland started updating again. So that's going to be, I mean, it's the, the, oh, there's only one new episode and I did watch it, but, um, Promise Neverland is good. I should probably read the manga, but, um, as of right now, I'm just watching the anime as it comes out very slowly. But, uh, that is extremely exciting for me. Yeah. I fucking love Promise. Also, I, I think it, I think it, I think it bears mentioning that I think I've recommended three book series, books or book series in a row now, and not a one of them has an allosexual protagonist. Hell yeah. It's good. <laughs> we love that. That's 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 my resolution for 2021. Read books, read more books, but none by an but none with aloes. Yeah. That's good because over Christmas my family got me a Barnes and Noble gift card for like $50. And Ooh. I, like, realized for the first time in years that I was not invested in a book series or a book. And I That's was like, been me. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. My, <laughs> so, one of my managers gave me one last year, too. And I was sitting there like, wow, I don't know what 
what what to get with this? So yeah, it's good that you're reading books because now I'm sitting here like, damn, I should read books and I've got some recommendations and that's good. And uh, it's good to hey, know that they're- books are kind of neat. Yeah. You can go on an adventure even when you're really depressed. Right. You, you can, can go somewhere where you're not depressed. You can literally sit <laughs> in your bed and have some hot chocolate and be sad, but also you're having an adventure at the same time. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds, except it's the worst. <laughs> it's fine. It's <laughs> of one okay. Of them. <laughs> right. Everything's a little worse right now. Yeah, nothing weird or bad has happened in the last few weeks. Sure. Um, <laughs> God, I'm trying to figure out, this podcast is truly an Ouroboros, because every time someone recommends something, I'm just kind of like, damn, that's all I did this week, too. Um, yeah, I kind of stole Promise Neverland, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and I know we've mentioned it, as I say, all the goddamn time. I have know we've mentioned it before, but I will I will be recommending Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Mm-hmm. Um, my very realization is that it is a strong comfort anime yeah um yeah i've been re-watching season three keith how far are you into it so i don't spoil things. um i'm like i'm like in the pretty early episodes of season two okay. um god i think the last episode i watched was i think the oh i think it was the one where kenzan and show dueled and uh, Ken, kenzan got robbed i fucking love kenzan first of all <laughs> I I don't know when sorry, slight spoiler for Kenzan. He's part fucking dinosaur if you haven't figured it out yet. What? Oh? I, I <laughs> worm. The fucking episode where we learn that he is literally immune to magic because he has dinosaur DNA in his body because he broke his leg. And instead of them just like doing normal doctor shit and like giving him a cast, they just replaced it with a dinosaur bone. God, what if a boy was Jurassic Park? They just put it in his damn leg, and now he's immune to magic. Because they're like, I'll Life take over finds your- a way. They're like, I'll take over your brain, boy. And he's just like, that won't work. I got two brains. <laughs> I fucking love Kenzan so God. much. I'm in God, season three. God, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is just like light and dark because, you know, sometimes we're having a normal anime episode, they're playing cards, it's like, yeah, okay, this is a shounen anime, and sometimes it's just fucking bananas. It just fucking goes off the rails for no reason in particular. I love it so much. I love these shows that- (laughs) I just (laughs) sends Judai into space where he meets a dolphin- Judai goes in the space to meet a dolphin because he gets depression because he lost one card game and he goes blind because of it. God. <laughs> he goes card blind because he loses one card game. Incredible. Um, what a good anime. I'm in season three and all I have to say is the plot of it is, you know that one Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme where I think Rosa is like, I've only had this dog for like a day, but if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone in this room by myself. Sure. Season three, yeah. Season three is that entire plot, except that's Judai with a new character named Johan, mm. oh, who they are described as literally people being like, "Oh my god, they're the exact same goddamn person." <laughs> they like oh, hang out Judas. once. They hang out once, and then they never leave each other's side. They're always hanging out. They're always asking about each other. Um, oh, I'm so they're spiritually ready. married. <laughs> we love this. <laughs> the- I'm just ready a, for Judai to be married to himself. Just, <laughs> it comes with, just to give you hints of funny scenes, there's like a scene where this one dude has been like 
just doing weird evil villain shit in a secret compound on the island. And this one dude goes to fight him and he's like, well, I won't duel you in a card game because I know you have demon magic. So I'll just fight you with my bare fists. And he takes off his shirt and he's ripped. And this other dude just goes, dude, did you not know I'm ripped too? And he just takes off his shirt and is fucking <laughs> massive. <laughs> and then he just beats God. the guy with demon magic oh anyway. I love hearing things about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX because it's one of those shows where I'll like walk into the room and I'll be like, oh, Devin, what's happening in this episode? And he just is like, oh, yeah, well, they're in space. And like it just starts <laughs> off like I'm like, oh, OK. This is even before I mentioned the character we get in season three, other than a character named O'Brien, who is a black anime character who is not racist, which I feel great about. Incredible. Um there's a dude yeah. named Jim, Crocodile Jim, mm-hmm. who always walks around with a giant crocodile strapped onto his back, a living crocodile and like a baby nighty <laughs> on his back, who he has named Karen. Oh. They are family, he says. Um, oh my God. He just says random English lines. Like he'll just be, okay, everybody. And he just. <laughs> I love him. I love Karen. He, the, I. Keith, when you get to season three, please, please let me know. It is the light of my life so I far. I will. Like, I cannot stop thinking about it. This is the second time I've been watching into it in, like, the last two months. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, God. It's It's been so wild. I I, I can't wait to get further in, into I've it. I've been, like, vibrating, like, fiercely ever since Pot of Grease started it. Like, I've been, like, I can't cannot wait until i can just start talking about season three (laughs) it has been stuck in my mind forever um but yeah i i need to stop talking about this uh this is now a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast in addition to being an uvagin harem anime podcast it soon will be i have no (laughs) (laughs) self-control let's get into plugs Mm -hmm. um you can find the pod at going well hunting at twitter.com our email is at gomohunting at gmail.com. You can find me at Grooving Gasly on Twitter. Uh, Sky, you're up. Mm-hmm. We have a Tumblr at gonexwillxhunting on tumblr.com. And then you can find me on Twitter at Sky with an E underscore bird 36. I just got my new phone and I'm getting everything switched over. So, like, I've been very out of it with like internet stuff, but we are moving back in, baby. It's fucking fair. I constantly forget I have a I, like I have the Twitter for this podcast, and I oh, forget yeah. to check it constantly. Uh, so it's fair. I have no online presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith, you're up. Yeah, let's see. I got that Digimon RP Discord. Go to Discord. Go to school. Meet a little friend called mm-hmm. the Digimon. Uh, and also sexy Mewtwo review. We did not record last week like we were planning because there were just like, I don't know, some world events yeah, some going down and it was a little distracting. <laughs> uh, but, but, but we're going to do it this week. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think that's going to be real fun. Hell yeah. You know what? I'm sorry to derail this once again. I have no self-control. Speaking of Digimon. So we uh-huh. saw Franklin, his power is that he shoots bullets from his fingers, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So we can assume that's like one of probably a few Nen abilities that he probably has, right? Probably. Do you think um, War Greymon style, he has chest cannons? Oh. I just want to leave you with that thought. It. I just want to leave the viewers and the audience with that thought if uh Do his Franklin- nipples pop off? 
That's what War Greymon does. He, oh! He pops off his pecs and then cannons fire out of it. <laughs> well, yeah. see, I don't know anything about Digimon, so... <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. There, are, there are at least two Digimon I can think of off the top of my head that have boob missiles. It, awesome. It's good. Yeah, so I just want to leave the audience with the idea of Franklin one day undoing his overalls like he's taking off weighted training clothes oh and just God. like firing rocket launchers out of his titties. We have a lovely image to leave us with. I'm going to commission art of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> right when I have money in my life and an artist who will be understanding of my vision. <laughs> if you're an artist listening to this, hit us up with your prices because oh hit my me God, up with your prices. We will absolutely pay you and we will put it on the Twitter. <laughs> money is an object for me, but also I really I will need to split this. I need to have this. I will put this curse into the world. Um, God, yeah, I hadn't thought about it up until now, but now right? that I am thinking about it, we can we can just get this one out of the way. Franklin's Digimon partner is 100% Saint Galgamon. Oh, hell Now yeah. I need to see, is Saint Galgamon the big armor bunny dude that has funny, like, bunny rockets? Mm-hmm. I've seen him in the anime. I am making my way slowly through Tamers. I keep forgetting yes. that I have it downloaded on my phone. I'm um, like 10 episodes away from the ending. Mm, I have yeah. seen St. Galgamon. That is very true that he also has hitty rockets and also missiles and fires things from his fingers. Hey, is Franklin's Digimon just Terrormon? God, it might be. It I might think be. he just gets Galgamon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm leaving the audience with that thought. Uh, <laughs> for now... Let's all take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Let's not fire off our titty rockets, mm, but instead yet. wish everyone a wonderful and great Uvo bye, everybody. Uvo bye. Uvo bye.